Today is Thursday, July 21st, 2022. My name is Frank Kraft, and you are listening to Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms is a daily podcast designed to give us a simple and steady diet of God's Word and to help us all be better prepared to receive God's Word on Sunday morning. Today's text comes from 1 John chapter 2, verses 1-6. through 6. The Word of the Lord says this, My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And by this we know that we have come to know him, if we keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. By this we may know that we are in him. Whoever whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. So we're summing up uh, strive for holiness today, this idea of striving for holiness. And remember, this is because uh, striving for holiness and upholding God as holy, being obedient and living out a life of faith where we truly uh, express and bring out to reality this faith that God has wrought in our hearts through the Holy Spirit and through uh, through what uh, Jesus' work on the cross and that becoming real to us in our lives, not only through it, by grace, through faith, but then we are called to bear fruit and that this is not optional. And so here we have First John. And really, I would encourage you, if this is something that God's really been uh, pricking your heart about, about like being consistent, not being a hypocrite, striving for um, genu- having genuineness to your faith, I really encourage you to actually just read the whole book of First John and pay attention to the repetition that he has, in, especially in terms of, you know, if you love me, you will keep his commands. If you, if you say you know God, then you will love one another. Those sorts of phrases are all throughout First John, and I personally am always very encouraged uh, when I spend my time reading through through First John. So with that, we're going to just dive into these six, six verses really quick, actually, because I think it's pretty straightforward how, how John writes this out. So first is, uh, I write these things to you so that you may not sin. The, the, the Word of God is the sword of the Spirit, and it's through the Word of God that get, God empowers us to actually fight our sin. Uh, Psalm 118 or, or 119 Uh, of seven or six says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So the word of God has a very, very real impact on our ability to fight sin and resist sin and have victory over sin. So spending time in the word, very important for if any, but, and this is where he goes into the gospel, but if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is our propitiation. Now this word propitiation, it means atoning sacrifice. And so this atoning sacrifice is Jesus paying the debt that we owe for our sins, but not only for all sins, for the sins of the world. So this is the gospel. The gospel is that we have a problem, and the problem is sin, but God has not only dealt with the problem of sin in Christ when we put our faith and trust in him, and we are granted a salvation through that faith by God's grace, we are forgiven of our sin and freed from our sin so that we can then fight sin. So the position that we are fighting sin from is a position of victory, not of potential victory. God is already dealt with the problem. We just have to do the work and put in the effort through the Holy Spirit to make that victory over sin a reality. And that's different for everybody. God does that in different ways. And it's often time of progressive victory, but that's what sanctification is, is that progressive real uh, victory 
of making real the spiritual reality of our, our, our defeating of sin, our victory over sin. And we will do that all the way up until Jesus comes back or until we die where we're no longer fighting this uh, the, with our sin nature or this idea of this sin. And so he goes on. And he actually says the same thing a couple times in a, in a few different ways. He says, and by this we know that we've come to know him if we keep his commands. So he says, you say you know God, that means you obey him. Keep his commands. Whoever says I know him but does not keep his commands is a liar. So if you say you know God, if you say you believe in God but you are not obeying the scriptures, if, you're, if we are not hearing from God and then being faithful to what God tells us to do in the scriptures, loving him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as self, those being the two greatest commandments, if we are not seeking to faithfully do that with our lives and instead we have other priorities, well, you know, John says, you better to look for, you You better check yourself. You know, he says, for he says, if he says that and does not keep his commands, he's a liar and the truth is not in him. And then verse five and six, six, again, he says that, you see how he's repeating himself. He says, for whoever keeps his word, same thing as keeping his commands, keep his word in him truly, the love of God is perfected. So he's even manifesting, he's even, uh, you know, emphasizing this idea of truly in him, the love of God is perfected. And then he again repeats himself. And, and remember, things being repeated in scripture means pay attention. Repetition means pay attention. Meaning John's really trying to make sure that we as the readers understand this idea. He's saying it's very important. By this, we may know that we're in him. So it's, you want to have confidence that you're in Christ. I, I tell this to people all the time who say they, they struggle with their salvation. They struggle with doubt. They struggle with their certainty of, of knowing God and how that all works. And John says, hey, we can know that we're in him if we abide in him. He says, for whoever says he abides in him, in Jesus, then ought to walk in the same way in which he walks. So is, he's basically saying, if you want to claim that you know God, if you want to claim that you know Jesus, then and you claim that you abide in him, then the best way to do that and even have confidence in that is to then Seek to walk like Jesus. Seek to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Seek to love your neighbor as yourself. Seek to supernaturally and in, 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 in such a way that it is mind-blowing to the people around you to love and care and be compassionate and kind and gentle and patient. You know, and all of these things that mark the fruit of the Spirit are the love that God has for us that we are to then have for other people. And he's saying, if you seek to do that, if you do do that by the grace of God, through the Holy Spirit and through the Word, and through prayer, then that confidence of us abiding in Christ and knowing God will become stronger because God will be working in us to sanctify us. He'll be working in us to make us more like Jesus. And that's what being a disciple of Jesus is all about. Being a disciple of Jesus is being a student of Jesus, learning who Jesus is, who God is, and who we are in Christ, and then applying the commands that God has given us in Scripture and making them a reality in our lives so that we can glorify God by bearing fruit and making disciples because we're teaching others to do the same thing that we're trying to do in ourselves. And when we do that, then we will and we can have that confidence of abiding in Christ and knowing God. And that's what being a Christian and the Christian life is all about. So thank you very much for listening to Simple Rhythms, and we'll catch you next time.